Musaman Os at Night. You know what I'm saying? It's Lando's birthday. Happy birthday to Lando. Gave him the night off. Gave everybody the night off, man. Just wanted to talk some shit by myself for a change. You know what I'm saying? Um, got a couple things I want to talk about, man. Um, but before I get into some of that, I got a parking ticket the other day, man. And I ain't got a parking ticket in like, I'm going to say five years. Because I usually either know where to park or just like, I don't know, like, I just avoid them bitches, like, whatever. And, uh, I went to a bar yesterday, uh, with a a homeboy of mine, and he was like, as soon as we pulled up, I followed him there, as soon as we pulled up, we parked, like, right across the street from the bar. I'm like, man, it's a great spot. Then they're, despite the text, and they like, hey, bro, beautiful spot, you found a crazy spot, man, like. And it was like a very clutch ass spot. And he was like, yeah, man, I park here all the time. And like, going to the bar three seconds later, and they called me like, hey, man, um, somebody writing a ticket and putting it on your car. I'm like, oh, hell no. After glorifying this, this beautiful parking spot, man, it turned out uh, it was not what it seemed to be. And you know what I'm saying? That's just how it usually be nowadays, man. Shit is not what it seemed. And that's all right. You know what I'm saying? That's not. That's all right. You know, once you kind of learn certain lessons in life, you you begin to realize, oh shit, that's just what it is at this point. And uh, that don't make it easier, but it is what it is. Like, what can you do about it? Um, <laughs> but telling that story real quick, just to just to transition the things I kind of want to talk about today, man. Just want to talk about a couple things. Um. I want to talk about the Dave Chappelle special, um, the closer, which is it is an interesting name to make a uh, <laughs> a, a comedy special. Um, and I was go- actually what was crazy is I was going to record this like when I seen it because after I seen it that night I had worked like so many hours in, in a row that I watched the special literally at work, so that was cool. And um, I was gonna record this that day, but I just I just I was tired, so I'm like, no, let me not, let me wait. And as I waited, I guess like I was able to see like people on Twitter, kind of like having discourse about it, and it was strange because like I really didn't understand the discourse they were having because. It's like I, I can feel some people's opinions, um, but I just don't get it. And overall, like one of the one of the main reasons why is like I never got. Well, how can I explain this? When I watched the other specials, and I remember it being discourse about those positive and negative. One of the things was, you know, Dave Chappelle is punching down and you know he he made comments on that in this special about how he's not punching down because you know, so he's black like he is literally a minority he's just punching and like the only thing i disagreed with was like 
because there aren't any trans comedians of especially of his you know same stature but of of too much of any stature at least none that I know of um no one's punching back and like that's the problem is like there aren't comedians on the other side answering back for what he's saying uh, except for his late friend who passed away but other than that is nobody else answering back to him or at least before the special no one answering back to him so of course it's gonna look like he's just making fun of people because that's in a in a sense that is what he's doing like he is making fun of their life and lifestyle and since no one can defend themselves at this point because we're not even listening to their voice the only thing they have is the cry outs and the twitters and stuff like that and you know, from that point of view, I can definitely feel if people are offended, then like why, why they feel so offended? Because it's like, man, I really like, like he even acknowledged in the show, like even that part where he was talking about his friend Daphne, and she told him, "I'm, I just want you to acknowledge that I'm having a human experience just like you." And it's like, damn, at that point, it kind of clicked to me. And I'm like Dave said, it clicked to him. Oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, I'm kind of just talking shit to people who just trying to survive every day like I'm trying to survive every day. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think that was what ended up getting lost in the special because it wasn't hilarious. Like, it was funny and it definitely was entertaining, but it wasn't that funny. I think like just the name Dave Chappelle automatically brings people to a frame of mind of he's funny. But at that same token, since he is kind of like giving social commentary, it's just strange. You know what I'm saying? Because like it's supposed to be funny. And when it's not when it's not super funny, it just makes people, it gives people a reason to be like, see, he's not funny at all. Or, it's like, nah, man, it's like, we, you know, Dave Chappelle cemented. Like, at this point, like him or you don't. Like, he's not making some of this stuff up. Like, he literally is talking about times where people have come up to him in real life. Like, he's not picking stories from, like, tweets like people are saying. He's kind of just like, hey, look, this is the stuff that go on because I said this and this person came up to me. And it's the story that came from it. And, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't... It's like, it's random, for real. Like, to see people kind of try to talk about it as if he's, like, really trying to, like, rag on on them, like, extra hard. It is weird. And, like, for some people, they feel like Dave Chappelle is trying to continue to talk about something that people aren't talking about. Like, these jokes don't land right now. And he's trying to force his way and to make these jokes land. But it's like, no, these jokes are they're, they're okay. They're not that bad. Like they're pretty funny. But I could be coming from a place of privilege where I'm not transsexual. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm I don't think I'm transphobic, but like I I could see like how being where I'm at in life, I don't think those jokes are offensive. Because I don't really think nothing of those people in terms of trying to offend them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, my privilege gives me that. gives me that, that ability to not see plight. However, I do sometimes think, like, there has to be a, a barrier between 
you know, ha- acknowledging your privileges and 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 acknowledging your privileges, like you acknowledge that you got it and you kind of acknowledge, hey, okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this was make, this was, this helps me and I can laugh at stuff because I got these privileges, you know what I'm saying? Like, because like every white person can't be the black ally, you know what I mean? It, it still looks funny at the end of the day if someone's trying to be overly white. I mean, everly black and they're white. You know what I'm saying? When they're trying to actually put on and represent something that doesn't really, it doesn't seem real. And it's like, yeah, their pain is, like, injustice everywhere is injustice anywhere type shit. But uh, at the end of the day, it's like, I mean, that's, it ain't my struggle. And I do, I can get that disconnect and be like, I can consume this content and find the stuff that's funny and be like, oh, that is a little offensive. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? And enjoy it how I want to. And if the people who don't enjoy it, bro, they don't have to, man. Like, they should have been out for a long time, man. I'm pretty sure niggas already got their minds made up on that nigga. If you like them, you like them. If you don't, you don't. And uh, I'm just not going to try to act like the nigga ain't never been funny. Like, that's what I don't like. People are in there trying to act like he ain't never been funny. And it would have been cool if this is funny, but it's just not funny. And it's like, damn, man, like. It's almost, it reminds me of like when Brian had like a bad game. It's like, damn, bro, nigga just not allowed to have any bad games. Like, <laughs> and this ain't even a bad of a game. Like, and that, that's the thing. It's like, Brian bad game is like 27 and 7. He might have missed the go ahead two to, you know what I'm saying, win the game. Like, see, man, Brian, he losing a step. It's like, damn, bro, nigga is having a career night for real, but he losing a step because he ain't dropped 40. It'd be, it'd be strange, man, but. All in all, I think it was it was okay special. It definitely wasn't his best. Um, but it's definitely not the cry that people try to make it be. And uh you know what I'm saying? You see a lot of people that try to act like they smarter or holier or better than and it's like, look man, like he said, Twitter not a real place. Especially to a nigga like him. He he does not care. You know what I'm saying? He just, he doesn't care, man. The only reason he does care is because, like, because people are coming up to him in real life and, like, man, I got a problem with this. He just, like, look, man, you know what I'm saying? Let me explain. So, um, yeah, man, that's my thoughts on Dave Chappelle, bro. You know what I'm saying? If you listen to, if you watched it, let me know because, uh, I, I am open to hearing more thoughts. You just can't get it from the internet, bro. Like, the internet is not giving valid opinions right now like you you kind of just can't believe shit you see you know it's like all right bro you feel that way but like you will watch the next dave chappelle special or anything like for anything a motherfucker cry about they will do it you know what i'm saying people always act like they can never be them or they'd never do this but they do it you just give them a long enough time and they fucking do it and uh you know what I'm saying? Don't believe every tweet you see. Also, speaking of that, um, well, not even speaking of that, a loose, terrible transition, man. I wanted to talk about Urban Meyer a little bit because uh, <laughs> because I didn't get the whole story at first. Like, I didn't understand what was happening. Like, when, when it first dropped, it was just the nigga was at the bar getting grinded on. And I'm like, damn, what the fuck? Like, it's like Urban Meyer old as hell and he getting grinded on by some young chick. And he looked fucked up. He looked drunk as hell. He looked down there looked high. 
and uh, he's the head coach of the Jaguars, so it was kind of like embarrassing. But it's like, oh man, this is a little funny. Like this is a little embarrassing, man. This nigga Urban Meyer tripping. He got a wife and shit. You know, he got grandkids. Like this nigga, low key going crazy. But he he did keep his hands to himself. He just was getting grinded on. Like we could tell. So he was trying to back that thing up on that nigga. And he wasn't saying, oh, no, I got a wife and blah, blah, blah. He just, you know what I'm saying, letting it happen. He had his lap, legs spread. He was man-spreading. That shit was wild. Um, but then when I looked up the story, so they had played the Bengals on Thursday Night Football. Giving them the weekend off. Damn near a long week because they don't play till this Sunday. And uh, he's from Ohio, I think born and raised. And uh, he kind of was just chilling after the game. And so, usually when a coach, they play somebody, they all leave together. Like, they, all right, um, Jaguars just lost. We all about to go back home and fly on the plane together. Or maybe if it's a closer game, the bus, but usually the plane, because they, these NFL players. He was like, no, y'all go ahead. I'm going to just sit back, man. I got some shit I got to take care of in Ohio. And... Like, that was, like, the first red flag. Like, what the fuck you got to take care of in Ohio, my nigga? Like, what you on? What you doing? And that's when it came out. And so, like, when the footage dropped, it's like, we on a phone. And instead of looking up and scouting for the next week and trying to figure some shit out to help us at least win a game, you getting twerked on and a fucking Applebee's nigga. And it's like a picture of that nigga and his wife in the Applebee's. Like, so it's like, you didn't come back with the team to do some shit like this, bro. Like, this, that's that's very uncoachly. Like, that ain't cool. And that's what made it funny. At first, it wasn't funny. Like, oh, man, this ain't that funny. Like, it's just a girl twerking on a nigga. But now it's like, oh, no, you was just being a dickhead and a, and a jerk and a, and a weirdo. And he probably gonna get fired. Like, I think he might go maybe two or three more games, but sounding like the locker room got no respect for him, and he arguing with a bunch of coaches there. And it's like, why even take the job, bro? Like, if you ain't going to really respect it, you might as well just not even have done it. Like, you should have just said, you know, I don't want to be an NFL coach. I just want to, you know what I'm saying, coach college football. I don't want to do shit. Like, you, he Urban Meyer, he got enough money to just not do anything. He can be on TV if he want to. He can not do it if he don't want to. He one of the best college football coaches ever. You know what I'm saying? He could have worked at USC. He, he could have done a lot. And it's like, nah, I, I don't see him coaching at least for another four or five years, bro. Like, like this is embarrassing. Um, but, yeah, man, Urban, you know what I'm saying? He's so perverted. He just couldn't control himself, man. He's a big pervert. And <laughs> I hope that he can, you know, find his way. But uh, I doubt it. So, too bad for Urban Meyer, man. Too bad for the Jaguars. Um, they were a very uninteresting team anyway. Very unserious. You can damn near guarantee they were going to lose a lot of games this season. And they might just lose them all. And Trevor Lawrence didn't look that good. Maybe that's for the best because they need a lot of shit. And, uh... That's what I kind of don't like about the draft, though, man. Like, like that's that's not fair to Trevor Lawrence that the first team he goes to is a dumpster fire and 
the coach is a pervert and he gotta get he gotta kinda beat her for like four more years. And it's gonna make him look worse. Like we look at Sam Darnold and he looked terrible playing for the Jets. And now he's with the Carolina Panthers and he look okay. He look okay, he don't look that bad. And it's like maybe he just needed a new scenery. Uh, or maybe he shouldn't have been that scenery anyway, but he never got to choose that. So now his career was already like kind of derailed. Like he looked at very ass until he got to really perform with a solid team. And they're not even that solid. They just got a better offensive coordinator and a better tradition of winning. And they got some weird guys in they in they um, ownership and general managing group, but not like this. You know what I'm saying? So I, I do feel bad for Trevor Lawrence. And I feel bad for a lot of rookie quarterbacks. Like, I feel bad for Justin Fields. The Bears are absolutely terrible. And he just has to he just has to play. Like, he, he can't do nothing about it. And at first I didn't understand. Like, I wasn't opposed to not playing him. Because the Bears suck. And, like, Justin Fields is a guy with injury prone. Like, he, he came out the draft injured, I think. Or going into the draft, he was injured. And that playoff game against Clemson. And it's like, man, you know what I'm saying? Y'all don't got the offensive line. They got like two 39-year-olds on the offensive line. It's like, man, y'all can get them out there. Y'all can get them killed out there. And I don't think that's fair to him. Like, he, you know what I'm saying? He, he just got drafted by y'all. But you do want to see the young guy play and learn something. And when you're playing a guy like Andy Dalton out there in front of him or Nick Foles, like, like, Nick Fult, like, you can't even really see what type of offense you want to give Justin Fields, you know? Because when he played the Lions, he was able to throw the ball down the field, and that was some shit they couldn't do before. You know, and it's like, all right, so what, what strengths does he have? He can use his feet a little bit. He can throw the ball vertically down the field. He probably doesn't have the, the strongest arm, but he can probably throw pretty accurate, and he probably got a nice touch. But you, you don't know that if you play Andy Dalton. You just see Andy Dalton throwing five-yard ends and – getting sacked every two plays. So I was like, nah, man, like, you might as well play him. Uh, Zach Wilson, he sucks, but he, at least he played. At least he's playing. Like, I think he can play through his woes. You know, like, everybody likes to go back to Peyton Manning. Like, oh, man, you know what I'm saying? Let the, let the rookie play. And, like, Peyton is probably one of the best quarterbacks of all time, but Michael Vick came off the bench. Patrick Mahomes came off the bench. Colin Kaepernick came off the bench. Like, these are... Russell Wilson came off the bench. It was all good quarterbacks that that took a minute. I think Russell Wilson started his first year, but he wasn't supposed to be the starter. He kind of won that job. Um, but these are guys that just come off the bench. Lamar Jackson came off the bench. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just it's no telltale sign. Some people want to see the rookie quarterback play with the bad team. Um, I disagree. Because, <laughs> like, Patrick Mahomes has played 50 NFL games, and he has literally only lost 10. He is 40 and 10 in the NFL. And it's like, if he had to bring a booty, struggling-ass team together, oh man, that would have been just tragic. Like, we, we probably would never even get to know his greatness. He would probably be on some Matthew Stafford shit, a dude with a strong arm who was pretty good, but we never, you know what I'm saying, people never really knew because he played on some bum-ass team, man. You know what I'm saying? That ain't fair. So, I don't know. The NFL's in a weird spot. I'd rather talk about that with everybody else. Um, but, 
to wrap this all up in a nice bow, fuck Urban Meyer, man. Nigga, nigga, freaky, dog. Too freaky for his own damn good. Um, not the final thing I want to talk about with the NBA. Um, and in particular, two NBA players. Uh, which two am I going to talk about? You ask. And no, I don't want to talk about Andrew Wiggins. Um, I'm just glad he got vaccinated, and that's cool. Um, I think I will talk about Andrew Wiggins. He wasn't one of the two, but I will just quickly on Andrew Wiggins. Um, Andrew Wiggins is kind of like Cam Newton. He said he never got any type of medicines. He don't take Tylenol. You know, his dad played in the NBA. His mom's track star. Maybe he just like built different. He said he never did none of that shit. So I could feel him on some look. I, you know, I didn't do this shit because. I don't want to do it. But he just wasn't making good points. And if he was making good points on why he couldn't get it, then I get it. But when it came down to it, bro, you play professional basketball. So you kind of got to get that vaccine. And I guess that can lead into Kyrie Irving because Kyrie Irving, you play professional basketball. They pay you millions of dollars. You can't miss 41 games and expect niggas to pay you the same amount. That we already paid you, bro. You a part-time NBA player. And uh, and the only reason you a part-time NBA player is because you won't get the vaccine. Some shit your whole team got. And I think that's the part that people are missing. This shit is a team sport. Like, you know what I'm saying? Kyrie, you could be costing us big time because you don't want to do this or that. And say what you want to about Kyrie. Love him or hate him. He is a bit of a cancer to a basketball team. And I like Kyrie Irving. I didn't love Kyrie Irving. He was a very good player. And I really like the way he played. And I like his style of basketball. He can really hoop. And I think that's part of the problem. I don't think Kyrie loves the NBA. I think he loves basketball. But he does not love the NBA. Um, and he does not love being a professional basketball player. Because of all the stuff that comes with it. And, uh, but like it or not, that is part of the job. Like, you got to kind of be in the media and you got to answer questions for people, even though you don't want to. And in return, you get paid $20 million. Like, I don't know because I'm not a professional basketball player. And I will never be. I can safely say I will never be a professional basketball player. But it don't sound that bad. It don't sound that bad, but I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I could be talking from a, a place of privilege. I don't know what privilege I got that a basketball player don't got, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Like, But it just seemed like, bro, like, you just got to hoop and, like, stay in shape and, you know what I'm saying, answer a dumbass question every now and again and have a little fun, you know what I'm saying? And everywhere he's been, he's caused this type of weirdness to it like his on his last days with the Cavs or even like when they won a championship they saying like he wasn't talking to niggas for like the first two weeks of the playoffs and uh you know saying luckily they won but if they wouldn't have won he might have left that next year um then you know he then demanded that trade after they lose to the Warriors that next year he demanded trade and got him up out of there which was crazy and then he went to the Celtics and he act like he really wanted to be there, and he kind of fizzled out there. And they ended up losing to Giannis, and he ended up bouncing again. And now he in Brooklyn, and he ended up getting like the coach fired too. Like he got the coach fired from Brooklyn before they brought in Steve Nash. 
Which is just like, I don't, I don't know why you wanted to run for Steve Nash, but. And now he ended up, probably now, they say if they trade him, he going to retire. And it's like, man, like, just retire, bro. <laughs> like, at this point, you just, you might just have to retire because it's like. I wouldn't really want to trade for him at this point. Like, you know, great player and can play his ass off. But it's like, man, like the stuff you cause to a team, it, it just don't seem cohesive. And I think basketball is one of those sports where chemistry matters the most. And I don't see how you build chemistry with a dude like Kyrie Irving. Especially when you're playing like Kevin Durant James Harden. It's like, man, like, because now he got to play like – Undersized shooting guard, but he's not really a spot up shooter. You gotta have a ball in his hand. You gotta dribble, so like you kind of gotta play around him dribbling. But he's not he's not really even one of the best dribblers on the team. He got the best handles, but he's not a better playmaker than James Harden. He's not a better scorer than Kevin Durant. So it's like, I'm pretty sure they would like to fill that in with a defender. If anything, like hey, let's get a, a stern defender on the court. At least thinking that can check one through three and take some load off us, but instead they got Kyrie Irving, and he gonna miss, like, 40 games because he not getting vaccinated. And, uh, I don't know, man. It's just, it's it's a sight to see what is gonna end up happening with that basketball team for the next couple of weeks. Uh, I hope they can figure it out. But if they don't, man, it don't matter because LeBron and them gonna win the chip, and that will very much make me happy. Um, Speaking of LeBron and his manses, the second thing I want to talk about was Ben Simmons. Um, now this Ben Simmons story is like literally blown my mind because I can only see Ben Simmons' point of view from one aspect, and it's that they don't even want me here. Like they 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 talk shit about me after the game that we lost, um, which was a lot of his fault, but they lost. And it's like, damn, like, I don't want to play here no more because they don't like me here. And it's like, okay, bet. <laughs> Last I look at it, like, bro, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, Ben Simmons is not good. Like, I will go as far as to say, I've always said that Ben Simmons was the least improved player in the NBA. But he, I would say he's one of the worst. And I know you're probably like, man, what else he got? He First team on defense. He almost won defensive player of the year. Listen, man. Ben Simmons, Trey Young was putting up numbers on Ben Simmons. And I know all he has a problem with small guards because he's a big guy. But that's pretty much who you're going to play in the East because he's not going to step Kevin Durant or James Harden. So you're going to have to check small guards like Zach Levine or Trey Young or Bradley Beal. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And he's just going to get his ass bust. I'm pretty sure Tatum will bust his ass. I'm pretty sure, I mean, of course, Giannis and Middleton will get buckets on him. So it's like, he he a good defender, but he's not that good. Like, them niggas will, be, them niggas will score on him. Um, as far as a playmaker, I'm not even sure about that no more because he passed up that open dunk on Trey Young, which is just like, that's, that's two bad players in one. Like, you could have dunked, and then you threw that bitch to Matisse Thibault, who's not even that good neither. So it's like, I don't see him making anybody on the court better. Um, he's not good already. He refuses to shoot any type of shot beyond four feet. 
of the basket, the nigga just is. I'm not gonna say he's not talented. I just don't. Just, I, I just truly think he want to play. He's what I was saying about Kyrie. Irving. He he just in the NBA because they pay a lot of money and he's tall and it's like, hey, look, this is, this is the quickest way I can be a millionaire, and that's cool because at the end of the day, that shit is a job for niggas. Like, if you good enough, you can go to the NBA, you can make millions of dollars. You down there can be rich for the rest of your life if you, you know what I'm saying, manage your money correctly. He didn't already signed like a $200 deal, so $200 million deal. And it's like, bro, you crying and you, no, nah, I don't want them to trade me, bro. Don't know, team. One, because you already done flat out said you don't want to play here, Philly has no leverage, so they can't even really trade you nowhere because they know that it, everyone knows if. We don't have to trade for you. You will just become a free agent next year. Then we can lowball you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't got to take up the kind. We could, because they're going to lowball him. No one's going to pay him crazy money because he, he can't shoot the ball. And there is no use for a point guard in the NBA that can't shoot the ball. He's going to have to probably play power forward. And even still, it's like, you can't even really create no offense for yourself or others. We can't just sign a. A defensive nigga you're not even three and d you just d and in the fucking way uh it's hard to build a basketball team around him because you need nothing but shooters and usually good shooters aren't great defenders so he's just gonna have a team of bad defenders and he's the only solid defender and i just went down the list of niggas that he can't guard so they will lose a lot of games and ultimately he can't get well if they were to trade for him, no team really wants to give nothing of equal value. They can't get equal value just off money alone, but like even lesser value. Cause like, well, like I'm pretty sure teams would want Ben Simmons, but they would also want Ben Simmons and the good player that they have. He is like a good player, so or he is supposedly a good player. So logically, you would have to trade a good player in return, cause that's what Philly wants. They just ain't gonna trade the nigga for anything, and he can't be traded man like you can't you don't want that on your basketball team bro not for not for nothing you like not for nothing good so they're in a very tough spot philly he talked about he felt bad because he got drafted to a good team so he was never able to find himself in the league and then they end up finding him the money he said he didn't think they really was gonna find him the money it's like bro. I'm like playing with you, Ben Simmons. Yo bum ass. <laughs> if you was good, I get it. But yo bum ass. I'm like playing with you, nigga. And B don't even want the name on the team. He down there said it. And I kinda glad he said it. Like, look, man, we gonna be alright. Like, I would like him to play, but if he not gonna play, we we gonna be cool. Like I, I ain't mad over it. I ain't gonna cry. Fuck Ben Simmons. And that's how I feel, man. That's pretty much the only thing I got to say about Ben Simmons is fuck Ben Simmons. The nigga sucks. He's not that good. And uh, people need to stop acting like that nigga some this and all that. Nigga ain't shit. Um, <laughs> but that's pretty much all I got to say about the NBA, man. Like, those two niggas in particular bothered me the last couple of days. And I just felt like I needed to say something about them niggas, man. Because yeah, it's kind of killing my momentum. Like, they kind of ruined media day. Especially with all the vaccine talk and all the knowledge that they don't have. And, you know, Draymond Green saying, you know, what's the big deal? And Bradley Bill saying he was never sick. Just too much dumb shit going on. Like, bro. Mm. 
you start to realize, like, you know what, maybe we shouldn't be asking these niggas these type of questions, because a lot of these niggas is stupid. And man, and having their opinion on certain matters shouldn't matter. You know what I'm saying? But I digress about that, man. I go on and on about that, but I don't even want to. Uh, I guess before I go, I want to talk about shortages because there are um, a thousand shortages going on right now. And it's like a napkin shortage. It's a coin shortage, of course. Chicken shortage. Uh, a used car shortage. I want to say it's a hot Cheeto shortage, too. Like, it ain't been as many hot Cheetos around like it used to be. And, uh, I, you know what I'm saying? Listen, it's trying times right now, man. Uh, we could be facing unforeseen circumstances when it comes to money and the pandemic definitely is not over uh coronavirus is still out it's mutating every day and uh just just stay sturdy you know what i'm saying uh take take inventory on a lot of stuff that that really matters to you and and just be try to try to be cool, try to stay calm during these crazy ass times, man. Because we missing out on hot fries, and that's that's hurting. I know it's hurting you as much as it's hurting me. And uh, but we'll get through this together. You know what I'm saying? Um, but in all seriousness, we it is a lot of shit getting left out nowadays, man. So try to just hold on to some shit and try to hold your faith. Save your money and continue on. I might be back next week. Maybe the podcast might be back next week. I would gave my picks, but it's no point. It's no point. My picks have been trash. I won football out a week last week, but my picks have been trash. My bets have been trash. And uh, the NBA starts in two weeks, and then we'll be in a gambling love triangle with baseball and hockey and man and man. So... Good luck, have fun, enjoy yourselves this October, and uh, have a good day. Love you guys.